brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, 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 everyone. Now get out. Stop. We just got started. Oh. This is another sud segment where good beer meets bad radio. I am good old gal Juliana, and with me today at the table is good old boy Dave. I've been liquored up for 17 years. Uh, my judgment's not what it once was. <laughs> That's an understatement. Was your judgment ever on par? I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. You know. Sounds a little judgy. That sounded Canadian to me. <laughs> hey? You hoser. Good old boy, Mike. Welcome hey aboard. I'm still here. Please do not switch your radio off right now. Just not yet. Yep. Good old boy, come. Sparky. If I do three more episodes, I get to take this ankle monitor off, and I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Dude, we're all excited, yeah. okay? Let me punch your card. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Today's show is a double brewery double, takeover. Double, 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 it's like a double, double header. Double, 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 double. It's the small things, folks. Hey, look, it's the small things. It's, I have poured tons of money into the production it. of that sound effect. Okay, so. <laughs> and it can tell. Yes, oh, we can all tell. Sure delivers. Yes, low budget. We're going to be tasting beers from Hudson Valley Brewery in Beacon, New York, and Sloop Brewing Company in Elizaville, New York. These places are both small, but they are still having a really big impact on the craft beer scene, both locally and nationally. But before we get into that, this Sud segment is brought to you by... Are you a kitty or a puppy who identifies as kitty? Do you need an attorney? Come on down to the law offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Scratchers J. Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give injustice the claw. Scratchers J. Scratcherton is not licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. So I've been to both of these breweries, and here's a quick rundown of each. Hudson Valley Brewery, small town, really great vibe. Is that in the Hudson Valley? It is in the Hudson Valley. Damn, I'm good. Is that a Ooh. suburb of Pennsylvania? Hey, now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Somebody's level peaked. Wow. <laughs> but it's not too far. She blew out tweeters across the country. <laughs> Don't go making fun of my home state. Um, no, I'm there's just, plenty of people to do that. Actually, uh, you know, rude. Raising the people of New York to, you know, elevating them. <laughs> Are wow. we going to get into a scrapple next? Is we that we probably a will. Scrapple. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really great little place in a really great little town. Uh, very, very homey, very comfortable. Beacon is a shining light to all places around it. I see what you did there. Thank you. Wow. 
That's really cute. But it is a cool place. And the people at the brewery were really rad, considering I was like waiting in line for like four hours. I know something about Beacon, New York. Mm. They have one of the only operating dummy lights. They do. In uh, America. Mm -hmm. And it's right at the corner from where the brewery is. Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. Dummy light? Yep. Does mm-hmm. it just come on when dummies are around? Or like, yeah, it kept flashing every time I don't I know what's by up it. with that. <laughs> so, uh, listen, if you have The closer I got, heard, the brighter it got. <laughs> if you haven't heard of uh, Hudson Valley Brewery, uh, this was actually uh, one of the breweries that we named our top brewery for 2018. If you go back and listen to our Best of 2018 show. Uh, one of the things that is very unique uh, is the style of beers that they're making. Um, they're called sour IPAs. Mm-hmm. A little bit different than what you would think of with um, either a sour beer or with uh, New England IPA style. They have maybe some of the same uh, characteristics in terms of what they look like, but they're they're very unique in terms of the flavor profile. And there are going to be a lot more breweries that are going to be chasing this profile well, well, for sure. Yeah, and you've got to do it right because certain hops don't always match well with sourness. You know, or, or yeah. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, you've got to get it sour and sweet and hoppy with a nice mouthfeel and to make it right. <clears throat> we actually have uh, tasted the same style for uh, some other breweries that are really good at making some other beers, but they ventured down this path and didn't quite turn out not just right. Yeah, yeah. Not, they got stopped at the dummy light. Yeah, yeah, yeah goes off big time. Yeah. So when you think yeah. about you know brewers that are really kind of leading in terms of innovation and in, in brewery styles, I would certainly say Hudson Valley is leading and creating sour IPAs. And I think there are going to be a lot of brewers that are going to go, hmm, I think I want to chase that for sure. Yeah, Yeah, a lot lot longer lines at the Hudson Valley Brewery. Well, I mean, they're certainly thinking outside the box in terms of, you know, hops and flavor profiles. But they're just, I I have not had a beer yet that I have not liked from them. And that's, I mean, and that says a lot. Yeah, I was was really impressed by all of them. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Hudson Valley beers are widely available in the New York market and in uh, New York City area. Uh, you'll find a lot of these on tap, you know, through there as well. And uh, a very excessive line uh, that you found out at the brewery itself, right? Oh, yeah. You were there for a can release. I did. Um, yep. I was there over the holidays and very proud to say that I stood in line for mm, a few hours. But while I was there, I have to admit, the peeps that were waiting in line with me were so nice. And, um, you know, we got to talking about local beers, blah, blah, blah. And they told me that I needed to check out Sloop Brewing Company, which is a little bit north of Beacon and so worth the trip. It's off the beaten path. I went to the barn and had a really great time. And I mean, there are their New England IPAs are quite lovely, as we shall see here in a few minutes. Cool. And well worth it. So, good old boy Mike, why don't you tell us about today's lineup? Absolutely. The beers we'll be tasting and discussing today from Hudson Valley Brewery are Ferium Sour uh, IPA. Imperium, sorry. Imperium Sour IPA. There's no H in there. Bloom Sour uh, Double IPA. Graven Image Sour, double IPA, the Incandesa, 
in condensa mosaic sour IPA. You really like me. Wow. <laughs> me fail English? That's impossible. Uh, <laughs> when I grew up, I would read just like Dave. Uh, let's see. From Sloop Brewing Company, we have the Sloop Jam Tart Fruit Beer with guava and pomegranate and lactose. Mm. Hopefully, wow. it's, hopefully it's garnished well. Uh, the Nelson Bomb Double Dry Hop IPA. The Mosaic Bomb Double Dry Hop IPA, the Juicy Bomb Northeastern IPA, and the Cocoa Baked Toasted Coconut Oatmeal Stout uh, from Sloop as well. So these nine beers, what we're going to go through today, really great flights all the way around. Yep. Good old boy Sparky, would you do us the honors of reading the Suds ratings for today? Well, I'd be glad to. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body really should not make that sound. Five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Sounds like that fella just had some hot chicken. Oh, man. Yes. Maybe that's because we did. Maybe we we've did. made some terrible decisions today <laughs> that we will shortly be paying for. That be correct. <laughs> Thanks, Sparky. That was awesome and so... Easy to understand. Why, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's not like when some other people read the <laughs> Sudge ratings. And get us banned yeah, in all sorts us, of places. Yeah, but we wouldn't sure know anything refer- about that. Not sure what you're referring to. Completely yeah. incoherent. You know? I was going to cross you the microphone, <laughs> and I'm going to beat all of you with a very big stick, okay? <laughs> I'm going to get out the Gunter accent. I'm going to whack you with the ugly stick. So hard, you are stop making fun of me. Okay? So here's the deal. I don't know if you're Indian, Indian or German. German. I know that's exactly. <laughs> Just say thank you. Please come again in that same Indo-German. When you know the pains from Gunters, you will figure it out. I swear you're Indian. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh my gosh. My Indian accent is very, very different. Because okay. It, my, my head does not bubble when I speak German. <laughs> Wow. Wow. All right. Let's yeah. get to the beer. Let's focus here. Now we're really? out of half, yes. the, half the world ago. now. Focus. Nine beers. Let's get oh, to it. Okay. So while I was at Hudson Valley waiting in line, there were it was a two can release, which was something that was, you they know, were kind of extraordinary. Birds? Yeah, they released them into the whole Is two cans <laughs> worth better than four in the bush? To be determined. <laughs> So let's start with the Imperium Sour. It has raw wheat, malted oats, milk sugar, citra, and galaxy hops. Thoughts? I wrote down tart, grapefruit, and very complex. Just the right amount of sweetness in that one point. Yeah, I wrote down uh, children's breakfast cereal. (laughs) Uh, No, in a good way. No, I mean, it was like malty. um, Fruit Loop? Yeah, it really is. More like, yeah. like More pouring orange, OJ in a Fruit Loop ball. What's yeah. have More. you tried it? Don't knock it until you try it. More kids mm. would finish their cereal All if right. it tasted like this, especially if it had booze in it. There what? you go. Wait. There you go. Well, thank you very much. 
It, it was lovely, and the creaminess on it was really beautiful. And we all gave this a four. <laughs> that malted oats thing, though, I mean, like, very, very, like, I get the whole, like, you know, cereal and a milk bowl. Yeah. yeah. All right. More to come after this brief interlude. Welcome back, everyone. So today's episode, we're doing like this dueling brewery takeover thing. I'm just thinking I want to go have breakfast at Sparky's house. Yeah. <laughs> With this fruit loops by. in a can. That's right. <laughs> yum, yum. Yum, yum. Well, the second beer that we're going to talk about from Hudson Valley Brewery was the second can of the two can release that I uh-huh. waited for. And this one... Oh. The color alone is extraordinary. We're talking about Bloom Sour Double IPA. It's brewed with raw wheat, malted oats, milk sugar, dark cherries, Hmm. vanilla beans, and chamomile, and hopped with Citra and Simcoe powder. Dude, you can smell the vanilla. You can on the nose, and as I am a card-carrying cherry slut... I am all about this. And I think, you know, you've got a lot of complex flavors in this. I think we've got a lot of brewers around here that will just dump everything in the cabinet into a beer, release eight in a weekend, and then one of them's all right. You know, but this is just very refined. They put a lot of thought and precision. The balance is fantastic and it doesn't taste artificial. It's great quality flavors and just just amazing really great balance all the way across and you know i um would echo that i think there are a lot of brewers that will hose up you know this beer if we handed these ingredients to a group of (laughs) 10 brewers i guarantee you only two of them would even come remotely close to something as quality it was uh sure really a great harmony across the board um actually i i didn't have the uh the description else i was i actually wrote down plummy but um i think that you know you can get uh confused between dark fruit when you have lactose laid on them like this that. this reminds me of like a great frosted cherry pie like yeah. if you've ever had some with some oh, yeah. you know like a little bit of vanilla glaze on top of it yep. oh god yeah. yeah yeah this is a really great beer what I really enjoyed about it is that I can taste a hint of the chamomile. And chamomile mm-hmm. can so get lost. And especially with these cherries. And the cherries are really... Very forward. They're forward, but they're pure, if that makes yeah. any sense. No, it's that's what I was saying. It's like a really like like great, uh, uh, authentic yes. you know, cherry. Yes. Real ingredients. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, really, seriously, this, this is the kind of beer that grandma would be making. Yeah. If she was baking a beer. If that makes any sense. Well, you got to think too, like they put the ingredients in and then there are a lot of chemical processes that are going on with the yeast, souring and all the things that are going on. And yet they maintain the integrity of each of the individual ingredients. Exactly. And it all balances out and it's not out of proportion. And how do you do that? Well, they managed to pull it off. And I would certainly say... You waited in line for two hours, well worth it. Totally worth it. We've waited in in lines for a lot longer for something that was but a dwarf of this. And I would have to say everybody that walked away that day with with this in their hands, you should uh, definitely enjoy every moment of it. So I would say uh, this is uh, definitely the beer I think a lot of people are going to be chasing, you know. 
uh, dare I would even say, oh, at yeah. uh, such an early junction in our season, this this may wind up in our top 10 of the year. They're really, really great beer. Yeah, Hudson Valley, we love you, and this beer we're giving a five. Only because we don't have a six. Now, the next beer that we're going to talk about from them was one that I was able to get in a crowler, and this was... An interesting blend as well. This is called Graven Image Sour Double IPA. Brewed again with raw wheat, malted oats, milk sugar. Can you see a trend, ladies and gents? But they also added jasmine green tea and mm. lime, and it was hopped with Matuka hops. I think this beer keeps getting better as it warms up, because which some do, some don't. But this one... The the line the lime continues to grow, but I'm getting a lot more of the wheat, and um, it's very cereal. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the malted oat milk sugar combo, but again, I'm getting that like children's breakfast cereal very milk soft. that you're drinking. Yeah. That's like, and I'm not. That's not a bad thing. Not at all, and it's the right amount of milk sugar. Like just because lactose comes in a fifty pound bag. <laughs> Doesn't you mean have you have to, to use the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. You know, I know. Come on. You know. And this is something that I'm noticing is a trend in all of these beers. Yes, there's milk sugar that's been added to each and every one of these, but none of it is overwhelming. I mean, they are using a perfect hand with this. Well, the one thing that I wrote down with several of these beers was how uh, they were not acidic. And uh, part of that is the lactose stepping in and toning everything down, but... Even though these have a very uh, forward citrus presentation, it's not that enamel, enamel you know, scraping. No, element. right. Uh, it's not a jaw clencher. Yeah. Uh, so the, you know, that tart uh, element you would get off of maybe a fresh lime. This has lime, very lime forward. But again, it doesn't have that very harsh, you know, presentation about it. It's almost like they're taking extremes and using them to balance each other out the... The very, very sweet and creamy milk sugar versus the very tart, acidic lime and everything. And they they find the right combination of them to meet in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody's using malted oat and lactose uh, as a combo like this in a broad range of beers. I mean, we've had beers that have that combination, but... To do it across, you know, four or five beers or even eight or whatever, that's that's a little different. It's crazy. Seems to be working for them, right? Yeah. And usually, you know, when people are playing with oat, you know, we all come across and go, well, that's too uh, soft or bready, you know, and it really gets out of hand, you know, super quick. Well, and it almost feels like the sour part is what's missing in a lot of the like milkshake IPAs and things that are coming out because they've got the super sweet and the juicy and the nice round mouth feel but it's almost it wears you out after a little bit of drinking so much sweet stuff Mm. it It does does. yeah it does and i mean we're going to talk about one more beer from this brewery do it do we okay well but before we do that we have given graven image sour double ipa a four now this next beer, which is the last beer, which also came in a crowler, and I happened to get the next to last crowler of Thank this you very much. because as soon as I saw the name, I'm like, oh, if I don't bring this home, good old boy Mike is going to kill me. No, 
I thought you brought. Oh, he just hurt you real bad. He hadn't brought this bloom. I think I'd been upset, but okay. Really great beer. Well, uh, the Incandenza uh, Mosaic Sour. Yes. So, and it's exactly what it says. It's a sour IPA that is brewed with mosaic hops. Uh, this happened to be the uh, my beer of the year for 2018. They happened to be uh, at the Craft Brewers Conference and brought this beer. I actually ran into this at a bottle share with a lot of brewers, and this was the first time you know that I had it. Uh, and I just remember, I was like really blown away. I was like, wow. This particular uh, version, the Crowler version that you brought back, um, the citrus and the acidity is a little bit more forward than I had remembered it in that original batch. So I don't know. Uh, it could have been just an age you know, thing in the Crowler or a different batch, but it's still fantastic. That lime is definitely up front. I don't think there's. You didn't think there was any lime off this, huh? No, or sorry. More, that's why there is the cricket sounding yes. at the moment. <laughs> As we all have that dramatic pause. Well, no, no. There. I mean, I think there's definitely some citrus notes yeah. to it for sure. Um, I don't know that there. But isn't that coming mo- off the mosaic? Yeah, I think probably more from the mosaic, and it's mm. just shining through. And I mean, I love mosaic; it's such a cool hop and so versatile. And you, you know, I mean, my God, I just uh, I wish we had something like this available closer to us because there's really nothing even remotely anybody like that doing anything <clears throat> in our neck of the woods and it's just really exceptional makes me sad very complex again you know it's it's uh this is really great balance and harmony about it all and uh i don't know uh how many batches they went to get to the point where they were really getting to this point of perfection but that is dialed in man it yeah. really is and it's i mean we have had four distinctly different mm-hmm beers i mean although there are some common ingredients and you know really i think when somebody says well i'm gonna you know i don't want to spend x amount of money for a four pack because that just seems crazy ridiculous but when you think about what goes into making something like this to me this is totally worth it yeah it's not like somebody pumping stuff from extracts or you know you know syrups and garbage like that i mean it's it's really you know this you can tell there's quality in this. I mean, if grandma was a brewer, <laughs> grandma would be using these same kind of ingredients. And what goes into grandma's pies that taste so good is what they're doing to make these beers so good. Does that make any sense? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Plus grandma's pie don't get you drunk, so I don't know about your grandma. But <laughs> it depends on how much rum grandma puts uh, in the there pie. You go. That's a whole different ball of wax. Well, Grandma, this pie makes me feel funny. (laughs) Only you would say that. Mm. So for Incandenza Mosaic Sour IPA from Hudson Valley Brewery, we rated this one a four. Well, uh, I wouldn't mind chatting just best of the flight from these Hudson Valleys for five seconds before we move on. Please do. Because I'm I'm just going to gush on about this bloom, <laughs> the bloom sour. It's so uh, much different from the other. It was so good. It uh, just went bloom in my mouth. I'm to rem- uh, so this reminds me, at least the taste profile of the cherries and the tart remind me of the, uh, oh, what is uh it's uh, Colorado, the cherry pie, Mama's cherry oh, pie. Oh, oh, um, um, Crooked Mama Stave. Bear, Crooked Stave. Yeah, yeah the Crooked Stave, mm-hmm. uh, Mommy's cherry, Mama's cherry pie. Mama Bear's cherry that's pie. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I think I still that got a bottle of that. That's, it, it, it reminds me headed down that path. Yeah. 
but it doesn't have that uh, same math feel. You know, the no. the creaminess of this is just. This would be for somebody that you know the um, very uh, acidic or tar, you know uh, harsh presentation of some sour beers. Just how creamy and rich this is, you know. I, I think that would bring people around, and you know, um, I picked up a whole <laughs> whole new set of uh, friends that. Um, I've been pouring some sour beers out of my own cellar. I have way too many. And um, they've all gotten hooked on, you know, a lot of things. And I don't want to pour this for them because they'll be, they won't leave the house. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it would just, it's so good. I would so. say this is definitely qualifies as like a dessert beer. Yeah. Really you know? good. Yeah. yeah. But in a totally different way. But like if you, you know? had this with a piece of cherry pie. Yeah, I don't think it's, you know, one thing, I don't think it's like overtly sweet either. So, I mean. It's got a hint of that, mm -hmm. but it, it it's rounded out. Yeah. You know? Well, that's my best of flight. Any other candidates for best of the flight out from Hudson I mean, that's Valley? mine. And I think that would probably be mine too. Yeah. I think we'll be talking about that again, you know, late in the year. I think that'll hang really we tough would, on all yeah. of us. It's I think we tough. would be harder pressed to do a worst of flight for yeah. the, those because. The other three, I don't. I don't think there's any bad ones that we had. No, there's not. I mean, I'm going to say a word about the graven image again because I really like that they use jasmine green tea in there. I mean, jasmine tea is is very floral and very herby, and I think the combination with the milk sugar and the motuka um, hops I thought was really kind of ingenious because it's not something I would normally think of. But again, they're brewing outside the box. Yeah, always very tough, I think, to work with uh, any um, with tea and beer in general. Uh, you know, I find that a lot of the beer tends to overwhelm the tea, and you lose a lot of the essential qualities of the tea itself. And sure, it's so easy to do that, but yeah, not a, but not in this. Yeah, yeah I had a Earl Grey one that was just a disaster recently, and and mm. I mean, I love Earl Grey; it's one of my favorite teas. Sure, uh, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. It, yeah, it can you can ruin it. You can mess things up pretty easily. Yet that rally, uh, you know, uh, tea beer oh, was absolutely yeah. God. Yeah, you know, so girl, so, so we know that people can do that. You know, with with sour beer really effectively, and you know that was the thing I was coming back to with the Graven was going. Hmm, we pulled this off, you know, really well when rally, you know, went after this, and we've had other things that are hit and miss, you know, with tea. I think this is a hit. I think they. They've done a good job. I don't know that I'm a, f a fan of the choice of jasmine green tea with this, but um, <clears throat> I, I thought the balance of it all. Uh, It'd be interesting really well. to see what they do, like if they tried with a variety of different teas. I agree. You know, yeah, yeah and see where they go with that. Yeah, yeah, although these four were just out of the uh, park. I'm looking forward to what they make next, and I'm going to go stand in that freaking line. Is what I'm going to do. There we go. So. Yeah. You do that, but yeah. I think that you'll be doing it in warmer weather than what I did. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Let's go up a little bit north of Poughkeepsie. And let's talk about Sloop Brewing Company from Elizaville, New York. I want a sloop, mm. baby. That's right. I said it. Okay. All right. So let's start with the original and let's just talk about the juice bomb. And no. the Juice Bomb is their Northeastern IPA. Oh, I thought they were talking about my people. <laughs> wow. Oh, ju 
oh, like fruit juice. Yeah. Juice. Oh. oh there yeah. you go. I feel a lot more comfortable about this product now. Yes. Oh, boy. It's a hard C, not a soft S. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So a Northeastern IPA, explosively unfiltered. And it exploded all over these. Me. Yes. Very golden in color, bursting with citrus flavor that balances with a touch of bitterness on the finish. What do you think about this in the Nipa lexicon? I think that's an apt description. It's citrusy, soft, explodes, and then it's got a little bit you of know, bitterness. I think this is so much more balanced. We just recently did an episode where we had a whole bunch of. Uh, Big IPAs. Huge lactose IPAs and any IPAs and stuff. And this is just so much more subtle and refined and balanced. And that bitterness at the end is just so, just the perfect ending to it. And yeah, I think the this would get my ultimate compliment, which was, I'll have another glass of this. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Not a one and done. Yeah, not a one and done. Yeah. Um, because, you know, so many NEPAs that we have are... Um, they, you can enjoy one glass and then your palate is blown out and you're like, wow, I would really know. Or you're I, so full. Yeah. You know, after this, just one or two. That strikes me as a NEPA that you, you would have, you know, not just one glass, you would have two, you know, around it because I think it's very approachable. And you know, I like the way that Sparky's saying there are subtle elements about it. There are all these underpinnings of all the really common, you know, things that are making great NEPAs, but. They're not exponential or abrasive to the point where you would go, wow, this is just over the top, you know? So I think for people that are hop heads that want to chase that big, booming, you know, taste profile sometimes that you might get from Trillium or, or Treehouse or, you know, some other people that are just kind of making these over the top NEPAs. Yeah. This is a this is a great NEPA that you're going to sit down, you're going to share it with your friends, and they're going to go, I enjoy drinking this with you. It's nice, and I almost feel like I get... It's like it's more of a tangerine than an or, than a true orange yeah. for me. Because there's a little bit of sweetness off it. Yeah, yeah. there's this sudden, sudden or certain other little flavor that yeah. is in there. Low acid. Um, and I thought that, again, was and that's key, huge key part of, yes. about this is that, you know, it's called juice bomb, but yet I don't find that it's very acidic. It's not a bomb. Yeah. You know? No, so. it's, a, it's a juice bomb, but in all the right ways. Like... In all the right places. Well, no, I mean, meaning that it's very balanced, yeah, you know? absolutely. But it's very aptly named, too, is that the tangerine juiciness of it is is great. And it's such a departure from what a lot of the other NEPAs are doing, but yet it's still in that same family. Does that make any sense? You could pick this one out of a lineup, I you think. You could, yeah. You know, if you had a bunch of NEPAs in a row, whereas a lot of them are just the same beer. Yeah, like... You know, the cat's meow still has, uh, I mean, a, a really soft spot in my heart from Exhibit A as, as being like one of those quintessential New England IPAs. But yet, now that I'm tasting this, I'm almost like, hmm, do I yeah. want orange or do I want tangerine? Anyways, we rated the juice bomb from Sloop a four. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hey, girl. Oh, boy. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so, we're that would make the, that, would, that would be a really good beer name. Hey, girl. Hey. Nobody has picked that one, have they? I'm sure it's hey coming. Hey, girl. Hello, boy. No, well, just hey, girl. <laughs> oh. You know? Yeah. I like the hello, boy part. Yeah. Hello, boy. <laughs> I'm figuring that would be it the would other be beer. fruity. 
Yeah. You do like a two-part series, Hey Girl and Hello Boy. Maybe that's an episode we should do. You pick the beer name. You have to figure out which brewery should make that type of beer. Mm. You know, Or what ingredients yeah. and style it should mm-hmm. be. Great things and to come. And what the uh, Instagram yeah. launch video would look yeah. like for that product. Correct, yeah. So, Stinky Feet. What mm. kind of beer would that be? I can already see oh. the lawsuits flying. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you just tuning in, we We're are sorry. doing a dueling this banjo Hudson <laughs> Valley. Wow. We're talking about two breweries from the Hudson Valley region. Ooh. The first one we discussed was Hudson Valley Brewing Company, and now we're talking about Sloop Brewing Company Sloop. in Elizaville. And we just finished the Juice Bomb. So now we're going to do a couple of iterations off of the Juice Bomb. First with the Mosaic Bomb. And it's the Juice Bomb except with Mosaic Hops. And it's totally clear, whereas yeah. Juice Bomb is crazy. crazy. Yeah, Juice Bomb is... <laughs> I know we all Crazy. did that at the same time. Yeah. Crazy, um, yeah. Juice bomb is pretty turbid and uh, not at all translucent, whereas mosaic is completely uh, clear and yeah. I mean, the flavor profile though is very similar. But if you love mosaic cops, you're yeah. gonna love this bomb. If it's you legit. love mosaic yeah. cops, you're I gonna do. love. Because that is my favorite hop. This steps down that path of uh, several brewers uh, have created deconstructed um, single hop beers. Um, and we've actually covered uh, some of them. I think probably one of my favorite series we did was Funkworks. Yep. Um, yes. Single hop uh, editions. And I thought they did a great job of featuring, you know, the single hop, you know, in that. And that's, I, I have to say, but I was looking for some similar experience in what was going on here with Sloop as well, as they described it as a, a single hop variety. I think this is one of those occasions where I think it up and bit them, you know. I, I think it exposed that this is not the my favorite choice of mosaic. Um, I don't I just don't think you got they got the variety of flavor that they were maybe thinking of like yeah. i don't i don't think the hops came out and shown now i like all three of these beers a lot yeah. the juice bomb nelson bomb and mosaic bomb and i love mosaic hops but this is not your there's just not a beer. there's just not a ton of it's a it's diversity a of uh, you know? of the juice bomb you know this is one of those occasions where the sum of the parts is better than um you know the part itself right but I think if you're a true Mosaic fan, you are going to get something out of this beer. Yeah. You, you yeah. Did. I mean, they're all good. Me. I mean, it's... it's no, I liked this better than the Nelson, honestly. Yeah, I did too. And this is a good beer. They're all good beers. Mm. I just wonder, like, if they made the base beer and then dry hopped it with Mosaic or if well, they Well, they would made, have had to filtered it out, I would imagine, for it to end up this... Clear. Clear. Well, they did something, but what I'm right. saying is, I don't know if they only made this beer with mosaic. Oh, hmm. I don't. You're questioning don't, the mosaic bona fides. Well, I'm just saying, did they just dry hop it with mosaic? Like they made double the ju- dry hopped it. Sorry, did they just make the juice bomb and then filter it and then double dry hop it with mosaic? Ooh, I would think the other way around. I would think they would have made the base beer 
And then they would have created these single hop versions. And I think they would have uh, either blended uh, on the back end to create the juice bomb or uh, they would have created the juice bomb with a blend. Yeah, I don't know. Mosaic and, and Nelson here. Something I don't like know. Sloop. Weird. Let us know yeah. what you yeah. did. Tell us what um, you did. Sloop. Yeah. Uh, I have to say that uh, of the, I wasn't a, a huge fan of this. I just, I just thought it was okay. All right. Well, Sparky loved it. I did. <laughs> Damn we it. rated the Sloop Brewing Company's Mosaic Bomb version a three. Solid. Okay, moving on. We're now going to talk about the Nelson Bomb double dry hop version of the Juice Bomb. Mm. Now, this one, cloudy. Definitely cloudy. And Nelson for days. The Charles Nelson Riley Bomb. And it looks like this is the. <laughs> I think you this just is referenced CNR. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Thank uh, you for that. If I had to guess the proportions of Nelson versus Mosaic in the Juice Bomb blend, I'm betting that this is 70% Nelson. That seems to be the predominant uh, hop that's in the it juice is. bomb. It, it is. Yeah. And okay. for those of you that like Nelson Sauvin, you're going to have an explosion of flavor in your mouth. Really great. Nelson's um, just going to. And yeah. those are for you who well, don't. Well, yeah. I mean. You're still going to get an explosion of Nelson in your mouth. Um, you know, as opposed to the experience we had with the Mosaic, I actually think this uh, is doing uh, a great uh. job of. of Showing off the quality of the hop, you know, itself. Um, I think this is a great standalone beer. All you know, even if we hadn't had the juice bomb, if somebody handed me just the single hop uh, Nelson bomb, I would have said, Great beer, you know. <laughs> no, and I Get mean, it, Nelson? Uh, Nelson hops, of course, have those kind of almost like wine like qualities, and um, you know, I mean, I I think that's just it's it's really cool to see those where you get to highlight one specific kind of hop and see the you know that's I, that's why i'm always not always sure if i like nelson or not the it is a very wine oriented hop like if you don't like wine you're not gonna like nelson Sovin to me I don't know. well what's interesting is every time i've had a nelson Sovin and i'm thinking of funk quirks mm -hmm. you know it's always a saison that you're expecting to have. That's true. Those were saison yeast, uh, right? The funk works. I mean, and they're absolutely this. stunning for what they are, beer. right? Yeah. But it, it's gorgeous. So I thought it was really rad when I saw this that they would think of a juice bomb and then say, "Yeah, let's do a Nelson twist on it." Mm -hmm. yeah. So you know, somebody at the brewery is kind of saisony in nature. So I thought it was really rad. Anyways, we rated this beer from Sloop Brewing Company, the Nelson Bomb, a three. Anchor Anchor had a really nice uh, Nelson dry hopped yep. uh, pale ale last year that they messed around with, um, which is kind of cool. I can't think of anybody as big as that really messing around with Doing that. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Nelson hops. Um, hmm. Well, there's that. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Now you know. It happens. And knowing is half the battle. True. Okay, so now from Sloop Brewing Company, we're going to talk about the Sloop Jam, which is a tart beer with guava, pomegranate, and lactose. I bet Mike loved this one. I did not. <laughs> that shocks me. Wow. Shocking. You know, I think it was just, I wrote down tart and creamy, but 
Um, I don't know. Say about me? Yeah, just uh, it. It seemed like a mess. But he Uh, means that in a nice way. I I don't know, man. As it warms up, it's way more tart. Yeah, it's way more tart now. Uh, I mean, it's like somebody shoved an entire, uh, you know, package of sweet tarts up my left cheekbone and said, "Chew," you know. I bet that's happened before. It has yeah. happened. The way as though that was the way you described it. Yeah, you came up with that analogy. Real literally game, probably. Yeah. So, hey um, Woods, you, here you go. We can talk this out if you want. Yeah, you know, we can kind of wow. work through already, some of those. I've already covered it through group therapy. Okay, cool. Well, you, as long as you're, do yeah. you need a hug? No, no. <laughs> I, I I thought this was great. I thought uh, it was kind of to me the tiki cocktail uh, beer oh, yeah. that we drank here. You know, you had those really cool, you know, the guava and the pomegranate. I'm pretty sure there's antioxidants in there based mm. on the color. I feel so healthy. it's healthy. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it, they really did a good job of balancing the juicy and sweetness off of the tart, and uh, it had a nice tang on the nose. Um, this should come in a Hawaiian punch can or something. Dude, this like is like I could. This, <laughs> I know. this should come Fruit like juicy in red, a right. hollowed I'm out pineapple or something. Him you to know? come crashing through the wall. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. If you summon him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could see if if you could get like one of those things where you punch the hole in the can. <laughs> and pour yeah. Makes this into a Singapore sling or something. Mm. But here's the thing: is that the three beers prior to this were like you know very Nipa hop bomby kind of centric and then they throw this out of left like left base left base left field left field thank wow. you yeah left base left field i, I don't love sp- that base i don't sports I ball so i support would you, you like to hear the words yeah. to layla yeah exactly oh, no <laughs> yes. no but here's the thing is like i so as i'm sitting at the bar like doing a flight of beer I noticed this in the corner and they didn't even have this on tap yet. They had it in cans and like they were waiting for something to come off tap before they put this on tap. And I thought, oh my God, this is like so different than everything else that they had, you know, cause they're very NEPA like oriented on the tap list. And I'm loving this though. I would have half a glass yeah. and be done. No, I would have, Hater. I would have a couple of these. Okay. I would put the umbrella. I would Haters bring my own umbrella. Get out of the, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean. It uh, does need a tiki bug. You know, right. again, uh, I guess, you know, a lot of what I'm used to is just, it seems like people are scrambling to throw flavors into a beer from, you know, again, extract jar number five or whatever the heck it is. And this just really, you know, I'd, I'd be really curious to, you know, if they used whole fruit or anything like that, because it just tastes really exceptional. I mean, I'm really getting the guava out of it, the pomegranate. It's like legit yeah, natural fruit flavors. It's not. It is. It's probably it healthy. Is. I'm feeling healthier. We after. just got our daily dose of vitamins. Yeah. Like, we did. Uh, like 100% of the day's vitamin C. Yeah. Again, like Hawaiian punch. One more good beer. But better. Okay. So we rated this beer called Sloop Jam from... It's rating of seven? Four. Four. Uh, Or juice box. If that could come in a uh, a beer in a juice box. That's Why hasn't anybody done that yet? That's the next thing that's going to happen. Questionable parenting decision number 32. No, 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 no. leading the charge there, personally. That's kind of okay. I'm I'm digging that. Okay. So the last one is a complete departure from anything that we have had today. It's not beer. This is our last. It is beer. This is our last beer from Sloop Brewing Company. Does it have to be over? Well, we're getting to the end. 
It is the cocoa baked toasted mm. coconut oatmeal stout. What a nice way to end the day. It's getting baked. What was interesting, uh, so we actually uh, had yes. some hot chicken um, you know, before we had. Mike had the hottest hot chicken. Because well, we're Southern like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were all choosing, you know, I was actually worried about what beer. And I actually paired this with the hot chicken. It worked, by the way. Yeah, that was his, that was pro moves. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I was looking for something that had at least some lactose, a little bit of sugar. He wanted chocolate milk. We did not have <laughs> This was the <laughs> next best thing, you know. Uh, do not underestimate the power of chocolate milk and hot chicken. That, that's so, Yeah, that is a defense mechanism. A, that is a total pro move. That's all we have to say. Are we all going to message each other when we blow out our O-rings in a little while? <laughs> we all know that's coming. Can we synchronize it? Back yeah. to the cocoa baked, uh, in, you know, toasted coconut uh, oatmeal stout. Really good. Um, so the thing that this reminded me of was a beer from um, Funky Buddha. Uh, which was Last Snow. That was probably uh, a very similar coconut stout. I don't think that was an oatmeal stout, though, was it? Mm. Um, I don't recall it being. I it was a porter. Yeah, I thought it was a porter, too. Mm. It was before they became evil. Anyway, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, I. It, but the taste profile reminded me much of the same. And I actually like this uh, a little bit better. The roastiness off this, I thought, was really what kept a lot of the sugars in check and in balance here, you know, with this particular coconut stout. I mean, definitely if you, you know, Mike, you're having a flavored stout, get ready, you know, get excited. You no. Know, uh, the coconut's but there, like but this. it's not overbearing. I think it's it's great, no, it's not. Really great balance. And I think, um, you know, it says specifically that it's a toasted coconut. I mean, I think, you, you know, one thing is I'm getting a lot of, you know, roastiness just in general from the stout, which I think a lot of times, you know, a lot of these flavored stouts that I'm used to, they sweeten that. They get lost. They get lost. They sweeten yeah. the hell out of it. And you complete, and they throw so many friggin' adjuncts in there. Mm -hmm. You lose that original classic roastiness of what yep, a stout. Yep, fruity pebbles. Yeah, exactly. Right. You lose, you lose that and you, or you get that and you lose like the natural, you know, the coffee, chocolate, roastiness of what you should get from a, Sausage, a great pancakes, stout. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, you kind of lose it in that one. Um, but that's sage, though. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Ugh. No. But, uh, but no, I mean, again, uh, you know, and at the same time, it's not like, I think the problem in a lot of coconut beers where they do it wrong is you over coconut yep. yeah. and you yeah. get that like suntan lotion-y coconut yep. exactly. flavor that is the worst flavor well, in the world. And the, yeah. It's when that coconut aroma hits you before everything else that something has gone way wrong. Horribly yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think the best thing is this beer is not too much of anything. Yep. It's That's not. It, it is in balance, and and I love that you get that coconut. You get the roastiness. It's not too terribly sweet. I don't think. No, so, it's not it's super sweet dry. at all. That's it's what's pretty dry. And that's what's great about it. You know, like I will talk about Last Snow like it's going out of style. But <laughs> when you compare Last Snow to this beer, I'm almost really enjoying this one so much better because. It's a good blend without being overly sweet. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how sweet the last snow was. Yeah, this isn't one-dimensional. Yeah, exactly. Well, this beer from Sloop Brewing Company, which is the Coco cocoa baked yep. toasted coconut, we have rated a four. Uh, nice. Uh, cocoa baked. 
Well, I think it's safe to say that the Hudson Valley is producing some really amazing beers. Yep. Give yep. me that bloom all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it. Well, this is great stuff. And thanks, everyone. But this is going to wrap it up for today. You can always find us where you found this episode, as well as radio, satellite, online at iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, play podcasts. I don't know that answer. Stop it. (laughs) We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every single day. Our handles are at sipsudsmoke.com. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five star. Five star. Five, 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 five. Good boy, Dave. It's time for you to say goodbye. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. <laughs> and then you say goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good boy, Mike. Thanks for joining us today. Come back and join us for another exciting episode of Sip, Sides, and Smokes. I will ask you to keep on sipping. Good boy, Sparky. I just ate hot chicken, and I'm really glad that my toilet has handlebars on both sides. (laughs) (laughs) This is good old God, Juliana. Thank you so much for listening to us to the end. We will see you next time, and keep on chuggling. Tanhand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 